from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, <clears throat> do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author, my daughter, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jackson, Memphis. Hey, Jack, how are you? Hey, Dave and Rachel. How are y'all doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um. Well, I mean, it's a lot of cl- questions in one, but... um. I'm kind of working a lot right now and I just need some direction really. Um, I'm 18 years old and I'm trying to pay myself through college. Um, I'm already planning to go to community college and I don't have a car and there's just a lot of things that my family, (laughs) excuse me, can't pay for. Got allergies. Um, and I was just wondering like, how should I spend the money? that I get in like in preparation for going through college. Yeah. It's some great questions, Jack. Um, are you a senior right now in high school? Yes. Okay. And do you have any money saved going into next semester's tuition for the fall? No. Um, I'm actually $800 into my emergency fund. Okay. That's great. So you mean you have an eight hundred dollar emergency fund? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. And how much will community college be per semester? Um, it's going to be free for the first two years. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, and so a car is something that you're going to be looking towards. Are you going to be living at home while you're at school? That's the plan. Yes. Yeah, that's great. So your expenses will be books. Um things to get you like academically and then maybe some money for food and gas and all of that. Correct. Yeah. Just some basic expenses. So what do you think you're going to be making at these hustles? Um, so I just got blessed with a nice, um, backpack leaf blower and I posted on my neighborhood Facebook page and stuff. And I've got a few yards that, um, I'm fixing to do. And uh, I would be making about an extra two, I think so, an extra 200 a month probably. Okay. You got blessed with a backpack what? Leaf blower. <laughs> a leaf, oh, leaf blower. blower. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. That's great because rich people are afraid mom. of leaves. Okay. So, yeah, you could turn yeah, that into money. Yeah. Um, okay. So your side hustle is lawn care. Yes, sir. With allergies. <laughs> okay. Uh, I went through the same thing. That's why I'm laughing. I can remember running the weed eater and sneezing for three days. Okay. The, uh, well, the, you know, what you're looking at is basic math, simple math. Okay. You want a $2,000 car at 200 bucks a month. It's going to take you 10 months at 500 bucks oh, a well, month. It's I gonna, make, I oh. make, sorry, sorry oh. to interrupt, but I work part-time at firehouse subs. And I make about a thousand a month, so I'm just doing that as oh. well as working part time. Oh, I thought your side hustle was your only thing. Oh, it's a side hustle. Your main gig is firehouse. Aside from going to high school. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Okay, so twelve hundred a month. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
And how much of that can you put away towards a car? Um, thousand. I, I'd say I I want to try and save up about like four thousand. If you did a thousand for four months, you'd have it, right? Right. Okay. This and is, I guess like another question is, um, it's just like I feel like expenses they just like come out of nowhere. Like for me, prom is something that I was like planning to do. But, like, now that I do the every dollar budget, like, I'm just now seeing how this stuff add up, adds up. And so I was just wondering, like, how do I stay focused and um, make decisions on purchases, especially trying to save for college a car? Yeah. Let me just say, Jack, this is a great life lesson because while prom is the reality in your world, life and other things are the reality for other listeners that stuff will continue to always come up like that. You're experiencing true life with that. I mean, that that is that is what happens. And so in your budget, we have what's called the miscellaneous category. So I would put that in and put some money towards that. So it's kind of your catch-all when stuff does pop up and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't realize I had that. You can take money out of that category so it doesn't completely ruin your entire budget. There's going to be some stuff you have to say no to um, I don't want you saying no to prom, so I'm like, yeah, let's figure out a way to get some money saved if if your if your parents aren't available to help, um, and maybe that's working a little extra. Maybe that's not going out to the big nice dinner. Maybe you skip one of the the things that night. I don't know. I don't know how much prom tickets cost these days, but what do I know? Maybe drive your own car. Oh, wait a minute, doesn't have one. <laughs> maybe drive your dad's car. Instead of getting a limo. That's why I was thinking about the limo thing. Oh, you know? I know. I was like, no. I was like, oh, then I'd said that. Yeah. So uh, get your dad's car. But, but what that, That's but, what we used to do back in the day when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. But when you walk through that process, Jack, what you're experiencing at 18 is kind of the same life in a sense. Obviously, it's not prom that you're going to experience at 28, 38 and in your whole life. And so learning how to be diligent with putting money away and then prioritizing when things do come up to say, OK, do I have the money or do I not? And so it's all about really at that point making choices. But Jack, your overall financial picture, you're a hard worker. You're making 1200 bucks a month as a, as a high schooler, which is amazing. And you're gonna be able to make a lot more this summer when you don't have school. College is free. You're living at home. So you're, there's no expenses. So as you continue just to save. So I would say throughout community college, your goal needs to be put as much money away as possible. Because when you graduate from school, then you're going to have this expensive transition, honestly, into the real world. Maybe that's moving cities. Uh, that might be, you know, taking on a job, um, renting an apartment or a house for the first time. So having cash available for you when you graduate college, I think, is is going to be your number one goal. But expenses and stuff, you should be able to cash flow all that with working. Hey, guys, the Building Wealth event is going to be in Salt Lake City in less than three weeks. If you've reached your enough is enough moment, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, hey, we're here to help. Or maybe you just want to come hang out with the tribe, the Ramsey tribe. We'd love to have you. There's a few a few tickets left. We'll be there April the 24th. Rachel Cruz, George Campbell, Jade Warshaw, and I, we're going to give you the proven plan to get out of debt 
save money, be outrageously generous, but most of all, how to build wealth in 2023. And we're ready to dive in some of the hot topics everybody's talking about, like inflation and investing and interest rates, all this stuff. And get your tickets now uh, at RamseySolutions.com. We'll also be in Anaheim, California on May the 2nd with Ken Coleman, Dr. John Deloney, and Jade Warshaw. That event is almost sold out. There's about like 62 tickets left. So they're only $49 a piece, RamseySolutions.com slash events. Anaheim, Salt Lake. See you soon. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Number one best-selling author. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. So joining us for a segment here to hang out, my good friend Damon John from Shark Tank. Hey, Damon, how are you? I'm well. How you doing? Better than I deserve, sir. Thank you for hanging out with us. So I got a call the other day from Damon, and he said, I've got a book that just hit number one. I want to talk about it. And I got the book, and I said, yes, we want to talk about it. It's a kid's book, Little Damon Learns to Earn. Now, I got to say, Little Damon, you were a better-looking guy when you had that hair on top, man. That's pretty good. I have to cover the ball spot with one of my – new hats (laughs) (laughs) i love the hat excellent okay now i read the book little damon learns to earn a few minutes ago and um i kind of remember this story from somewhere it looks familiar (laughs) it does it does it looks like a little damon who learned to earn but he was probably about 28 years old and after he earned it um he almost went bankrupt after he had $10 million in the bank. <laughs> a little, little operation called FUBU that made you who you are, right? That is right. But 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 let's really open up. But I didn't call you initially to tell you about the book. I called and said, hey, I need some advice, Dave, because, uh, you know, I know you've been doing this for quite some time in this space and you really can help me. And your advice was, come on the show, man. Let me let me let me let me share what you're doing with the public, man. And so I appreciate you for what you've been already doing. Um, and I'm just finding out how people don't care about politics or anything else when it comes to the future of any and all of our children in this great country. So this is one thing we can all agree on. Amen. So number one kid, best-selling kids book, Little Damon Learns to Earn. Rachel, you got to take this home, read it to the, the grandkids. I know. I know. This is so, so great. Okay. So what was it like for you? What was like the motivation to write the kids book? Because, you know, you can write any kind of book, but for you writing a kid's book is that's a special thing 
It is, you know, and, and I have, thank God, I've been graced uh, and blessed with three New York Times bestsellers for adults. And, uh, you know, I'm always asked to do that. I'm dyslexic. Uh, it's cool. And, and, and sometimes the adults, we're all stuck in our own ways sometimes or whatever the case is. But I have a little beautiful new girl in my life. I My oldest daughters are 29 and 24. My idea of teaching my oldest daughter's financial intelligence at the time I didn't have much of it. I said to them, hey, you, you want a new car? You go work really hard and I'll match the money you have and get you a new car. That wasn't teaching them financial intelligence. That was teaching them how to work hard. Um, and this little girl, I realized uh, we have lost our national heroes. After the kids are five years old and they don't have a uh, Peppa Pig to watch anymore, they don't have what we grew up with, electric company and Mr. Rogers and, and Bob or Steve Ross, whatever the name, and even my children, uh, Steve from Blue's Clues. So there are no national heroes. They're watching a bunch of children on other families. Nothing wrong with this, but they're just watching people play with toys and unboxing, and they're not caring about making what's in the box. They want to see what's what's uh, they're making outside the box. So I wanted to come up with something where I connect with my little girl, teach her the process and the idea of entrepreneurship at a very young age. And I was tired of reading books to her about princesses and ponies and telling her, baby, I promise if you wait one day, there's going to be a, a prince to come grab you with a glass slipper or, or uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Find you in a tower and you better not live with seven dwarfs. So I wanted her to, I want her to create her own glass shipper, slipper uh, factory or store. And the prince comes in and says, who owns all this? I need a meter. You know, the teaching financial literacy and teaching entrepreneurship are two of the lost things for sure in our high schools, in our uh, homes. And so I'm really, really proud of this book because it's all about little Damon. He goes on a journey of learning to earn. And, uh, and, and, oh, by the way, he didn't go work at fast food and gripe about what they pay. He went and started a business. And that's the beautiful part, right? We show there, you know, so, so the beautiful part about this is like you said, you read it a couple of minutes ago. You can read it like this It's for kids, five to 10 years old, parents and kids connecting together. You read it when you read it to a child, you read it once every month, you know, they want to read all the great books once every month. So, it's a way to casually engage them. You know, when we tell our kids, hey, don't lie. Remember what happened to the boy who cried wolf? Well, now we can say, hey, you want to you wanna earn that? What did little Damon and his crew do? Um, but this is what I'm going to be calling my life legacy. It's not about this book. It's about me heading down this journey where I want to join the Dave Ramsey of the world and get other people in other states and other celebrities, whatever, to talk about this and to bring this to our education, uh, educational base and our teachers and create this uh, as, uh, uh, you know, a mandate in schools. And by the time I'm gone, I want my little daughters to say, my daddy started the conversation along with some other great people about how we have to change this country's trajectory and stop becoming a country of renters and a country of owners and really have the American dream. Amen. Amen. Know how to leave, leave the cave, kill something and drag it home. It's good stuff. So, <laughs> so when some, when you read through this, I mean, as I said, I've been through it, but when, when you wrote it, when the parents read through it with their kid, what is it your hope that the, the kid will come away with? I'm hoping the kid comes away with the fact that they have a skill or they have something they love and that anything that they buy, they can sell and anything they do for free, they can get paid for. And that learning to work within their community or their surroundings and the things they actually have can be of benefit to them and not just one person benefits. 
everybody benefits simultaneously. And that is what entrepreneurship is about. And that's what I want them to take away from it. And I want their minds to open up as they are growing up going, wait a minute, I can actually do that. I can get paid for what I love to do. So, you know, the, the school system right now is back like it was 80 years ago. They were in the industrial age. They taught us, you know, how to build ships because they taught us a trade or how to be a great employee. But today, if you know it as I do, if you don't teach them how money works and then at 17 years old, they can acquire six to $700,000 worth of student debt that they aren't going to pay off into their 50s, well, then you created in, in a, a country of people who learn to live off of debt. And I'm not talking about good debt. I'm talking about bad debt. Amen. Damon John of Shark Tank and FUBU fame. The new book is uh, a children's book. Little Damon. So good, Damon. To- and uh you know one of the things i loved about this from an entrepreneurial standpoint is it's not just he learned to open his own business but he hired his friends yeah (laughs) he built a leadership team already i mean he built a a production team and was delegating and and and, and delegating their own own stuff out to them it was very cool it was resourcefulness because like you said damon i'm like it's like just look in your sphere and what you have around you who's around you what's around you what's inside of you and use all of that for the good of your community, and then you can make money while doing that as well. So all of that our together. Kids na- you know, and our kids naturally do it. Nobody just puts it in a format for them because, you know, when we were growing up, our lemonade stand was as big as everybody who passed the, you know, passed the block. You know, the kids' lemonade stand today is as big as the entire world once they push a button on this thing. So, yeah, we were always doing it, and our kids do it, now, but we just haven't formalized and show them that, by mm. the way, there is a path to doing this forever for yourself and your community and having fun and making money and creating change. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is you're, you're helping people and they yeah. give you, as my friend Rabbi Lappin says, they give you certificates of appreciation with president's yeah. faces on them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. You know, I'm having so much of a blast doing this. You know, uh, you know, I, I listen, I'm wearing this crazy hat. And the reason why I say I wear it is because the kids don't care about my $10,000 Tom Ford suit. But when I wear this hat and we all know that children are not now exiting their parents' homes till 30s, I tell them, they go, hey, you're going to create magic? Yeah, I'm going to show you how to disappear out of your parents' home at 20. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to make $1 into $3. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you some magic. So he's a a dad blame magician. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we got to spend a little time with Damon. He was down uh, back in 2020, spoke for us at an entree leadership event. And then we got to have dinner at the house, a bunch of us together and hang out Had a great evening. And uh, it's an honor to call you a friend. I'm proud of you. It's a good book. Little Damon learns to earn Damon John, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for stopping by my friend. Thank you always for the support. Thank you for what you're doing for our children and our future and this country. Thank you, Dee. Thank you, everybody. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, co-host of the podcast that is vastly popular these days called Smart Money Happy Hour. She and George Campbell do that. You guys ought to check it out. It's uh where culture 
it meets, meets buttermilk? No, not cultured buttermilk. What is it? What? 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 Pop, pop culture. Pop current culture. events and money. Okay, there we go. You don't even know about cultured buttermilk, do you? No, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, that's perfect. That's exactly why I did that. Okay. Hey, in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, wow, Evan and Laurie are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Better than we deserve. Cool. Do y'all know what cultured buttermilk is? I do. You do? Oh, man, really? I'm from West Texas. Evan, do you? Well, she's from Tennessee. Okay, good. We got half and half. We're we're, we're running a 50% here on the cultured buttermilk. (laughs) Important people want to know these things. (laughs) Hey, guys, so what part of West Texas? Where are you from? Well, we live in Dallas now, near Dallas. Okay. Frisco. And how much debt did you pay off? $145,000. Very cool. How long did that take? 27 months. All right. Yeah. And your range of income during that two years plus? We started at 125 and ended up at 180 Excellent. Excellent. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a licensed professional counselor. Mm-hmm. And I'm an engineer in oil and gas. Oh, yeah. Okay. So who got the big bump during this time? Um, I got, got a, a new job and he got several promotions. Both of you then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the way it works, isn't it? All right. Good. Good. So what great. kind of debt was the 145000 everything the first thing we paid off was my wedding ring uh-huh. um, <laughs> then we had credit cards student uh-huh. loan cars um we have a nine-month-old baby so she bumped that up for us uh-huh. in june uh-huh. so uh, she's not gonna get repoed now Gotta pay it <laughs> right. all right we and so the uh wow y'all were like normal yeah how long yeah. you been married um almost almost three years we got married uh may uh, 2020 yeah. right in the height of the oh, wow. pandemic oh yeah, yeah you did yeah. yeah you did we Why actually not? we actually eloped um in may of 2020 um and then we where did you go where humans were running around at that time <laughs> we just went to a lake near us <laughs> a lake. with our yeah. parents okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then there we weren't any humans good yeah, yeah i like that we went and ahead and had our big party too and um we would not advise that if you're yeah. already married just go be married don't get twenty thousand dollars more of debt oh, oh there you go no. oh yes. you can add that for like on. the reception yeah. that you oh, did right. later okay. yes then yep. so not long after that we you look up it. and you say we're going to do something different we're going to do this ramsey thing what did you do what well, happens what happened yeah we got home from our extravagant wedding and our extravagant honeymoon um you know because we're from texas everything's bigger <laughs> in texas and uh we looked at our bank account and said well, we, uh, all our money's gone now. We spent it all on our wedding and our honeymoon. So we decided, like, what are we going to do? And she had been kind of nudging me about this Ramsey thing. I was like, oh, I don't need Dave Ramsey. I'm not broke. I'm an engineer in oil and gas. And so then, like, one late night, I was, like, trying to do the budget in my head. Couldn't figure it out. So then I was like, oh, I'm Google's Dave Ramsey. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this makes sense. Like, this math adds up. One plus one equals two. And so after that, we kind of just took off running. Um, sort of sort of yeah we started davish we were limping <laughs> limping along yeah we started davish and then we got a financial coach uh jen parker shout out to her she was awesome she got us through this thing um right after covid and everything she got us all the way through and and then we just kind of we had a baby and that was just like that was the last motivation that made us go hey that we we got to do this like we gotta do this for her yeah once the baby comes it turns it up yeah. It got real now. It got real. Yeah. <laughs> it got Somebody relies real. on you. It's pretty real. Our, our goal was we want to be done with baby step two before she takes her first step. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I like it. So you guys, I mean, looking at the numbers, y'all did it. Y'all did it quick. I mean, I know you had a great income, but you didn't, you really felt the sacrifice. So what was like the biggest things that you guys cut 
that you feel like really helped? And then what were things that you added in that you were like, oh yeah, that everyone needs to do yeah. this to help them get out of debt? Mm-hmm. Uh, she made me sell my boat. Oh, in, re- in return, I sold my car. Whoa. So we Y'all um, sold some stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was a 1099 employee when we started this. Um, and Evan was very worried about what taxes was going to look like. Everyone needs someone responsible in your life. Because um, I was like, it's fine. Um, but we saved and saved and saved because we were scared of what income tax was going to look like. And um, when that time came, we actually only ended up paying a little bit and we had $8,500 left over and uh, we found a cream puff car um, a 2007 Ford Edge Sport for $85,000 $8,500 yeah 8500 yes yeah, I feel better already <laughs> and uh, so uh, what did your sell for um, we actually ended up having to pay um, I about about eighteen hundred. Yeah, but what did it sell for total? What was the total price? Oh, it was oh. twenty two. Twenty two thousand yeah. of the one forty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the boat sell for? Uh twelve five. Okay. What kind of boat? It was a bass boat. Okay. All right. So you'll get anything you want now. Later. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you I, promise. <laughs> I promise. It was the deal. I get a suburban, he gets a boat. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> With cash. With yeah. cash. I like it. I, I love like it. it. Okay, so what was the hardest part? Because you guys had a baby in the middle of all of this. So what would you say though was like, ooh, that was a tough that was a tough thing. Whether it was a sacrifice or obviously having a baby, it's like, wow, that's a, that's a lot in the middle of this. I, I think for us, it was like, oh, we're young. We should be having fun. We should be going and seeing the world. Um, but now it's like, now that we look back on it, it's like, wow, we would have just done stupid things while we went and saw the world. <laughs> and so instead, we just, now we're old, we can appreciate the world. There you go. Better. Yay. That's good. Live like no one else. Later, you can yeah. live and give like no one else. We also um, did rover dog sitting. So for me, this was the hardest part is mm-hmm. Evan <laughs> went to go see his family the weekend that we were doing Christmas rover. Um, and I was pregnant and I had 23 dogs <gasps> in our oh house by myself. My God. And I was pregnant. So he was only gone one night, but oh, he will never get to oh, live that down. I don't down. even want to think about it. Oh. <laughs> For the $6,000 in a week, it was worth it. $6,000? Stop yeah. it. Yeah. It was worth the sacrifice. Go Rover. Yeah. Yeah. People will pay you a lot Rover, of money Rover, to Rover, come over. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well that's done, incredible. you guys. Yeah, that's a hard 24 hours though. It yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Y'all have prepared for motherhood. Stuff? How do you do that? Prepared me for motherhood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And then some. Wow, way to go. All right, now, when your friends are looking at you and they thought you were crazy, how'd you keep going? Uh, God, number one, um, for sure. Like, when we were at the height of all our money, um, he was there. When we were at the bottom in the valley, he was there. And now that we're back, we're not on top of the mountain yet, but we're working back to the top of the mountain, and he's right here with us. So. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think... Um, when you're a good steward of the money God gives you, he gives you more money to be a good steward of. Mm, that's what the Bible says. Yeah. When you're faithful in the little things, you'll be given more to manage. Yeah. yeah. Very mm. well done. Good for you. Very good. Congratulations, so proud you of guys. Y'all. Thank you. And, uh, a big deal. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Very impressive. Who was, who was cheering you on from the sidelines? Um, so I grew up with the Dave Ramsey-ish life. My parents are going to watch this and be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> but <laughs> we did we did envelopes on and off my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I knew what it was. I just didn't know, like, is it really that sustainable? Mm. Um, so our parents have been both huge supporters. Jen Parker, our financial coach, oh, yeah, she yeah. 
she whipped us into shape. We actually got her because I was like, let's buy a house. And Evan was like, that's not what we're doing right now. I was like, but lots of people do it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um, so. That's so great. And then we actually, our, fight. our friend Hallie, who's here with us, um, it was great to have someone on this journey with us who understood when we said, we can't, yeah. that's not in the budget. We yeah. can't do that. And then she would say the same thing, you know, I like, I can't do that. It's not in my budget. So. Hey, we got the Live and Give bundle for you. That's the Baby Steps Millionaires book. You're on your way to being Baby Steps Millionaires, a total money makeover book, and uh, a Financial Peace University membership. So you can use them or give them away. They're there for you. Thanks for making the trip. And uh, you brought little Eliza with you, and she is a happy kid. <laughs> yeah. We've been laughing at her. She's laughing at everything over here. She's great. And how old is Eliza? Oh. She's almost 10 months. All right. She's fun. And she's going to love the microphone. I like it. That's good. All right. Evan, Laurie, and Eliza. Eliza, your life has been changed. Your family tree's changed, kiddo, and you don't even know it. 145000 paid off in 27 months. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free! Yeah! woo I love it! This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Maya Angelou said, without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We can't be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. Very good. Like it. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. John is with us in Dallas, Texas. Hey, John, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how much house my wife and I can afford if we plan on uh, paying cash. Wow. Good for you. Well, obviously, it's going to be limited by how much cash you have then. So let's start with that. What's the game plan? Um, well, we have in uh, checking and savings accounts, we have about 500000 And then in brokerage accounts and other investment accounts, we have about $2 million. Um, And then we have a rental property uh, as well that's about 400000 that's paid, uh, paid off. So I guess ultimately what we're trying to figure out is how much can we afford without jeopardizing our future? Well, obviously, you've done a lot of wonderful things. Congratulations. Uh, you know, a $3 million net worth. How old are you? Um, I'm 29 and my wife is 26. Wow. Where'd all this money come from? Uh, mostly, uh, unfortunately when my, my, uh, wife's mother passed away, uh, a large chunk of it was, uh, an inheritance. Um, so that's where a majority of that came from. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, and so Thank now you've you. got this responsibility to be, uh, honoring of that legacy, right? And that's why you're asking a good Correct. wise yes, question like you're asking. Okay. Yes, so, um, a rule of thumb in general, as we deal with wealthy people, and you are now officially in that category, um, the larger your net worth, the smaller the percentage of your net worth would be in your personal residence. Let me give you an extreme okay. example. Let's say you had a $100 million net worth. If you bought a $5 million house, it would only be 5%, right? Right. But if you had a $10 million net worth and you bought a $5 million house, it'd be 50%. So you wouldn't okay. do, you wouldn't do that. 
okay, as an example. Right. So the, the, the larger your net worth, the smaller it should be. So if you have a small net worth, like sm- much smaller than yours, like say you had a, a $1 million net worth, then you, if you wouldn't even want 50% in that, if you could keep from it, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world, but um, so we don't want to go north of 50%. I can't think of an, a situation where I would go mm-hmm. north of 50% in your personal residence. Um, and so, you know, that, that limits you. So that's, that, that gives us a number to start with, say a million and a half. Okay. Then I start scaling back from that because your personal residence, while it does go up in value, does not create an income. The other investments create income. And the more you move from the brokerage that's invested in mutual funds into the house, that every dollar of that becomes dormant when you move it into the house or virtually dormant. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and so I don't, I don't want to put you in a $200,000 house either, uh, but somewhere south of a million, million range, what were you all thinking? Um, well, it, you know, somewhere around there, we're also in the middle of a, of a life decision. Um, uh, the state that we're originally from uh, is a lot more expensive than, than Texas and family is there. And with my wife just graduating, we're trying to figure out um, whether we want to be here or, or there. So, you know, if we were to go back there, um, for what we're trying to look for, I would imagine it would be in the, in the million dollar range. And then here in Texas, um, something comparable, probably between 700 to 800,000 is, is my rough guess. Yeah, that sounds fair. I don't think any of those are going to fall in the dumb category. Uh, what's your household income going to be with her graduating? Uh, with her graduating, it could be anywhere from 250 to 300,000 a year, depending on the, the starting salary that she gets. Okay. All right. Uh, Wow. What, what does she do? What is she going to be doing? Um, sh- sh- a physician assistant. Okay. That's great. You guys are in a great position, John, which is, which is awesome. And, you know, the hard thing is, too, comparing real estate from Dallas to wherever else you're comparing. Where, where, is it California, New York? Colorado. Colorado, okay. Um, the math still doesn't change, right? So, like, the percentage, I just don't want you guys think justifying, well, this is – uh, a more expensive area, so we we have to be we have to spend more for some reason, right? And you start justifying a crazy purchase. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to, but always just be aware of that because it can be easy just to say, well, what we what the house we would have had in Dallas if we have that here, it's going to cost this much, and you just kind of make it this this equal thing where it's not, right? You have to plug in that math. So just be wary of that when you guys are shopping. If you guys choose to go to Colorado, don't justify well. These are just more higher prices, so let's go a million and a half, right, and and do something that you regret. Yeah, I think you set your budget and then you work into that. But the the seven hundred to million, none of those numbers concern me. I think they're all fine. Okay. And I kind of backed into that. You were with me as I was discussing it with myself. Okay. Okay. You heard me walk through that, right? Yes, sir. And so the idea being then that you've got a couple of million dollars minimum that's going to be generating income while you live in a million dollar or less house and you're going to have no payments anywhere in your world ever. You have to swear to that. And, (laughs) and you have a, you know, $250,000 income. And so now you're in, you're fully funding 401ks and Roth IRAs. So you're going to build several million, tens of millions of wealth dollars of wealth with your income aside from this inheritance, uh, within a decade or two. Okay. If you'll just stay, if you'll just stay in control here, and whatever you do, you pay cash for it, and uh, you know, uh, and you know, 
and have make sure that you're allocating some percentage of your life to enjoy some of this money to be generous with some of this money and always to be investing some of this money you need to be doing all three all the time most of us struggle with leaning too heavily on one of those or the other and um I, I don't think you're going to, but just watch for that. Just always be, we even teach children this parents, when they're teaching their children, teach them to, to enjoy the money. That's wise spending and, and buy some things that are nice. You have $3 million. That's okay. Uh, have a decent trip or two here or there. You need to do that. you got $3 million. You make $300,000 a year. That's okay. But be outrageously generous. It's the most fun you'll ever have with money. Look for generosity opportunities and grow that muscle and then be steadily, regularly, consistently month in and month out, automatic draft from your checking account, automatic draft out of your uh, paycheck going into your 401k, be an investor, be doing all of that. And you're going to be just fine, man. They're really yeah, shut up. It's they're well done, really John. I mean, that's, that's incredible. And just the diligence too, of asking these questions, I think is so, so encouraging. So I'm excited for you guys. And I always ask myself, too, since some of this came from, you know, grandma or mom, uh, you know, what is honoring their legacy? What's mm-hmm. honoring their memory with this money? And so if I, you know, am I doing something that helps me kind of check myself if I'm being a little childish or irresponsible or out of control or something is, you know, I can just is that making mom in heaven smile when I do this with the money? And, uh, you know, you don't want like be guilt tripping yourself. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about, but it just kind of checks you and says, okay, that's out of control. But if you bought a nice car, would she be smiling? That was reasonable. Yeah, she would be, especially for her grandkids running around in it, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting though, because people that work the baby steps, a lot of the time we hear, oh my gosh, we got on baby step seven where they are and it's hard for them to spend. It's hard for them to go back to that muscle of enjoying mm-hmm. their money. Um, I feel like that's a that's a consistent call we get, or even through baby steps four through six. Mm-hmm. And when people kind of get out of that intense phase of the part that, yeah, you're you're good. Like this is the reason you did stuff. So honestly, even allocating and forcing yourself to do the things that are uncomfortable. So whether that's say that's whether that's spending, have an amount of money that you're like, okay, we have to practice spending. Like we, for some people, that's really hard. Enjoy, enjoying it. Yeah. And then for some people it's saving and it's like having this number that even if it's not your natural bent, you still do it over and over and over again. So putting it down on paper and being intentional with it is always really helpful. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well done. Well, that about puts this particular hour in the books. Rachel, good show today. This hour in the books, we'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, Go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.